this will be a new podcast. I um, will explore, I am exploring what it means to be left-handed. So um, I could simply call this, I could call it uh, somehow sin is equated with being left-handed sin like c-i-n which is a moon goddess which sink sane is just a preamble to like signal um it's also in latin because i know spanish sing is without so i think it's the void so somehow S-I-N is equated with the left hand. And, uh, you know, if, if you believe this, and it works for me, so I'm going to continue in the vein of I chose my existence. So when you drop into this place we call Earth and you choose to be born through a set of parents... And you come out and like look at all the weird stuff in your early years. Uh, I'm left-handed. I have an uncle who's left-handed on my mom's side who started one of the first... I'm going to get this wrong. So Uncle Nick, maybe someday you'll correct me I would love that and I'll update the episode but he went to Trinity College so he went to like a big deal smarty pants school in the east coast a small charming enclave a learning center and he learned to write um, code Yes, I paused. So that's how you do anything IT. So I don't know if they were writing code to be a template for, I don't know. I'll have to ask my Uncle Nick. I'll get back to you all. But I thought I would drop in. Okay, this is funny. Because I was thinking about being left-handed, so I'm watching this show on Netflix. Um, Because I speak two languages, English and Spanish, um, I get, like, international. I have other American friends who were like, weird, how do you get that movie or that movie? I I think Netflix goes based on taste preferences. And... I'm not mechanically creating taste preferences, but because I speak Spanish, you know, I choose a fair amount of um, Latin American shows, movies. And then I also love, you know, I don't know, somehow Netflix, blah. Let's just finish that topic is like it 
Netflix gives me movies from all over the world. God bless. Thank you, Netflix. So I also have this thing where I um, one day I woke up and I commanded my device, my personal device. So I decided to call her Sally. For any of you who I'm not going to talk about how that's quantified on a physical level, but I have Sally TV. So if anyone else wants Sally TV, you would have to go in through my consciousness streams, through my DNA, Sally TV. So when my mom was young, her name is Sarah, but when she was a little girl, her nickname was Sally. And I know there was this time in history where, I don't know if this is just like a educated people thing. I don't mean that in a bad way, but like her birth name is Sarah, but her nickname is Sally. My dad is uh, Jeremy, but he goes by Jerry. Um, everybody had a nickname and I think it's a bit of a tragedy that we've given this up, this idea of a nickname. I've always had nicknames. So my name by birth is Paige, P-A-I-G-E. Um, I spent my toddlerhood in Mexico and you could not call a person Paige, technically. Pajina is a piece of paper in a book. So it's like calling, you know, it's like when, uh, oh shit, I hope I don't stray off course right now. Um, who's the Hollywood actress who named her kid Apple? And did she even... You can't name a human apple. Well, you can. Wait a minute. Hold on. It's all so weird because it brings us full circle to like Apple, the company that started with computers that are now devices. Anyway, my name by birth, my parents chose to name me Paige, which... P-A-G-E translates in English English for international learners as a piece of paper. It's a page. So when you go to Mexico, you can't be like, hola, <laughs> me llamo página. No es verdad. Realmente no es verdad. My name, I can't call myself Paige. I have to call myself, thankfully, I have two middle names. So I was named Anne Harrington when I was born. So it's very handy because anybody who has a saint's name in Latin American countries, it's very easily understood. Es Sara, es Ana, es, you know, no sé, Jesús. They, they name their children Jesus, which I think is hilarious. 
Um, but my, one of my, my first middle name is Anne. It's my saint's name. So anyone who's Catholic knows what a saint's name is. I'm not going to get into that. Um, but because my saint's name is Anne, Anna, when I was very little, I was called in Mexico, I was called Anita. And so I also have this memory that I was called Anitita. I was called like the little tiny page or little tiny Annie. And uh, I have this really What's the word? Um, sentimental. I have a very sentimental association with the names and how we call ourselves. So one healing mechanism that I want to put forth for humanity, because, you know, we're in a healing phase for whether you want to say it's 11 weeks or 11 months or 11 years or 11,000 years. <laughs> Every human that did not know they signed up for evolving in the age of Aquarius, you have to find your anchors. And because I value language so much, I realized that one of your anchors is go into etymology to your name. Go to your name. Like, it's so cool that your parents named you. I think on other planets, you were probably called like, you know, 11277th venture of the sixth shelf backwards in 01010001 like it's not romantic or loving or but all of earth's children were given a name and everybody who named you when they brought you into existence they thought that would mean something so i'm going to call that magic so i'm going to say that every earthling that's here, every, you know, person who was organically born on earth came into existence on at least three levels. Through magic, because of magic, sacred geometry. But it's so cool that it was like before we even knew what magic was. So... If any of you are confused or angry about the last year and a half with, you know, what we would collectively call COVID, C-O, Corona, they were trying to call it a disease, virus disease, V-I-D, coronavirus disease. No, COVID, to me, COVID means like co-video. Co, together, the videos of the organic people and those who got lost in not understanding the true narrative at the beginning of our civilization on Earth. 
you know, understanding earth magic, your own magic. So the COVID discrepancies are only in the people who could not collate. They, if you don't have critical thinking skills, you can't patch together the, oh my God, it would be such a great Dolly Parton song. What's that song? Somebody remember it for me. Coat of many colors. Yeah, if you if you don't have intuitive skills, you're just like, I'm here to win. I'm here to get married. I'm here to have money. I'm here to be attractive. I'm here to triumph my former insecurities from when I was younger. But like, has nothing bitch slapped you yet? Like you've been through COVID and you've not been bitch slapped by spirit. Nature has not grabbed you by the balls and said, hey, fill in the blank, Craig Jurd again, you know, uh, oh, Amber Gimbel, I'm going to say real names, Hope Redfield Gimbel, <laughs> Alexis, what is your last name? I don't know your last name. Uh, Chris Namey. Paige Ferris, what is it that you believe? What is it that you want? Don't you realize that you're a magical being? And the way you bring your chosen reality in, we're in the cusp at the beginning of Age of Aquarius. You're no longer shackled by the bringers of COVID. Yeah, they brought it in. They thought they brought it in. Like through their shoddy fake royalty, bringing in death cults, incantations of death tropes. No, no. Anybody who's alive on earth, who understands creation, realizes you don't need to be a witch. You're not like a member of a religious sect. You don't have to speak a certain language. You don't have to be like religious Jew or non-religious Jew. You don't have to feel bad because you honor science or astrology or you're like a man and you <clears throat> have genetic or genitalian conflicts. Like, like we're, we were never supposed to feel bad about our confusion. Our confusion is what makes us creators. We're basically down here on earth 
you know, I, I like to call her Tara. I've heard this term Gaia. Gaia sounds super new agey to me. It's not bad. Supposedly it's her energy um, signature. Gaia is like Earth's etheric body. But Earth, Earth is a, a, what do you call that? Not a pentagram. Earth is a, it's a, it's a something letter mix up of heart. So for any human being that is fueled by heart, this is your birthright here. So it, it really doesn't matter if you came from, you know, Andromeda or, uh, uh, supposedly a lot of the Irish people are from Fecta. You know, that's a story most Terrans know that nothing about, but um, I always knew on this earth where I'm from and where I'm not from, and I guess I never thought who my enemies were because... I think I remember living in an expanse of reality where we just were creating. We were we were always like making magic. So I'm going to end this uh, transmission by saying my purpose with this podcast, Fairies Are Real, is really just to invite my human brothers and sisters. I, you can be non-human, that's fine. But I think most of us are at least part human to remember that you chose to... Uh, what is the word? There's a word. You chose to incarnate here to fulfill a purpose and that purpose is now because we're in the beginning of the age of Aquarius. So you chose to incarnate to remember your human magic, to remember that you're an earth magician. So I don't care what color your skin is or religious or not or equating with the science community or not or the financial community. You're on this planet to root into the planet, befriend her, and be her guardian. So you got God. You already got God on your side. God comes through the particles in our free air, you know, the biophotons that come from the sun. So you have God whether you like it or not. So you can say that you feel a sense of, you know, brother <laughs> kinship with the planet kinship with the sun or you can say you're an atheist it doesn't matter even if you don't believe in biophotons the fucking sun is the reason you're alive so I always think it's hilarious when I hear about these people who 
Well, I don't believe in anything, and I'm a scientist. Well, that's fine, but you're just being ignorant. It's like, that's the worst science of all. You, you're so ignorant that you think you were born in a vacuum, and you don't even know how creation exists. Okay, I am putting forth a platitude and a challenge to the scientific community. Next time you challenge me or anybody who understands creation on an energetic level, remember that you have to be able to come to the table and say that you know how creation works. I know how creation works. It's always this and that. It's always negative, positive. It's always female, male. And that creates a third thing, and that creates seven things, and that creates 11 things. But like, the fact that you quit talking about ether is a big fucking problem. So hail Nikola Tesla. I welcome you back into the equation of our Earth story because we are not only the four elements, you know, what is it? Fire, earth, air, water, ether is the fifth. Plasma, you know, that's in there too. Plasma is both ether, it's water, it's, I'm not gonna, okay, I'm gonna end this soon. What I'm gonna say is I'm glad I started watching Ragnarok on Netflix which ends up being a Scandinavian paranormal show, which I love. And I'm realizing, like, I energetically know how creation works. One of the traps was, like, we were told we had to choose. So... If you're not religious, then you go science community. And it's like, no, no. The truth is we never had to choose. The truth is earth magic was always real. I don't have to be a witch or a fairy or align with the galactics. I mean, when you touch magic naturally, you'll get connected to all of that. But the thing they didn't want us to know in the age of Pisces, the power brokers, was that just by being born on Earth, you are a part of Earth magic. So that, I guess that's what I was trying to spit out this whole time. (laughs) Like, whomever is listening to this podcast... If you were born on Earth, which if you're listening to this podcast, you were born on Earth, you have Earth magic. And so your next task, you know, for fun is to simply figure out how do you manifest your Earth magic? And I can help you with that. Right now, only through my podcast, because I don't even know quite what I'm saying, but you know what I'm saying. So I love you all. I'll meet with you again soon. 
I think I'm going to do like more, I'm doing a lot of like earth ceremony stuff. I'm like digging up uh, earth and I'm just hugging trees and I'm singing with the robins. I'm not going to say anymore. Thank you so much for listening. I invite you to feel so comfortable as a tribe member with me. And maybe I'll name our tribe soon. Maybe I'll do that soon. So sweet dreams or enjoy your day, whichever whichever end of the day this is. And we're going to figure this out. And I'm... I'm the facilitator. I'm going to help you figure this out. And God bless you for being here. Thank you for your messages. I know you're already going to message me. Um, I'm not a big enough podcast where I'm on Apple. I think that's how you like finally arrive. But you can leave voice messages somehow on Anchor. So could you please start doing that? And I'll figure out how to record them. Don't feel any pressure. I'm not kidding. What we're doing is starting a community. We're, we're being a reflection of each other. So like, don't overthink. It's kind of like when you get homework at school and you do a project and nobody ever knows what your grade is. Like, just leave a message. And I'm going to make it a beautiful patchwork. And Dolly Parton might even write an original song because it'll be so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you.